Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining us for today's update regarding the Alberta wildfires. We will begin with an update from Bree Hutchinson from the Alberta Emergency Management Agency and Christy Tucker from Alberta Wildfire, and then we will take your questions. Bree, please go ahead. Thank you, and good afternoon, everyone. I'm pleased to report that we continue to make progress in the fight against the wildfires, and it's encouraging to see more residents able to return to their homes. Since yesterday's update, additional evacuation orders have been lifted in Sturgeon Lake area, East Prairie Métis Settlement, and Peavine Métis Settlement, and re-entry continues in several other parts of the province. Despite this good news, the threat of wildfire persists, and we encourage residents of affected areas to remain informed. Alberta continues to be under a provincial state of emergency, and the Provincial Emergency Coordination Centre remains at a level four. There are currently 21 states of local emergency, five band council resolutions, and 5,379 people remain evacuated at this time. Right now, five reception centers are open for affected areas, and there are seven evacuation orders in place. With a number of evacuation orders being lifted, people are returning home. I want to remind evacuees to follow their local authorities' re-entry instructions closely to make sure the process goes smoothly. It's also important to remember that some communities welcoming residents home still remain under an evacuation alert, meaning that people should still keep a bag packed and have a plan in place should they need to evacuate again. While we certainly hope that won't be the case, it's important to be prepared should the need arise. For more information on the evacuation or the reentry status of a specific community, visit alberta.ca slash emergency. For those who are still evacuated, we continue to urge them to please register at their nearest reception centre or online. Evacuees with questions can also call 310-4455. The province continues to hold telephone town halls for evacuees looking for more information or needing answers to their questions. The next one is at 7pm tonight and the phone number to dial in is 1-833-380-0691. Or evacuees can listen in and ask questions online. More information is available at alberta.ca slash emergency. We know evacuated Albertans are eager to get home and we commend them for their resilience during these challenging times. We appreciate the continued patience and understanding shown throughout this emergency as firefighters and local authorities work to ensure a safe return home. The impact that the wildfires have had, not just on property and the environment, but also on the mental health of Albertans, has been tremendous. To those individuals who may need help, there's support available by calling 211 or by visiting alberta.ca slash emergency to find information on other supports. Thank you, and I'll now invite Christy to provide an update from Alberta Wildfire. Thank you, Bree. There are 55 wildfires in the forest protection area of Alberta. 16 of those are out of control. So far this year, we've responded to 523 wildfires burning more than 1,031,000 hectares. Cooler weather across most of the province has helped firefighters make progress containing the wildfires that have been burning for several weeks now. With rain and cooler weather, we've seen subdued fire behavior. Firefighters have been able to cut more fire guard, reinforce containment lines, and put in the work on the ground to bring these wildfires under control. 
As a result of the conditions, the fire ban in effect across the forest protection area of Alberta will be changed tomorrow. Because the north of the province received less rainfall and the fire danger remains high, the fire ban and off-highway vehicle restrictions will remain in place in the high level and Fort McMurray forest areas. It will also be maintained in Yellowhead County where we still have active wildfires. There will be a fire restriction brought in from 10 a.m. tomorrow across the rest of the forest protection area. A fire restriction means you would be able to have wood campfires in designated campgrounds and on private property such as a backyard fire pit. But all outdoor wood fires are still banned on public lands including backcountry and random camping areas. We're taking a cautious approach to prevent as many wildfires as possible. But as long as it's safe to do so, we want Albertans to be able to joy, enjoy the outdoors. We're paying close attention to the conditions and will make decisions accordingly to reduce the chance of wildfires. Albertans must continue to exercise caution. As we've said before, this is a record-breaking wildfire season, and we appreciate the actions Albertans have taken to reduce the number of human-caused wildfires. You'll be able to find more information on the fire bans and restrictions in place at albertafirebans.ca. If you do have a campfire this weekend where there's no ban in place, please never leave it unattended. Be sure to soak it, stir it, and soak it again until it's cool to the touch to help us prevent any new wildfires. Thank you. Thank you, Christy. Assuming there are no questions in the room, we'll jump right to the phones. Operator, if you could please put through the first caller, and caller, if you could please state your name and your outlet. First caller is Nicole Weisberg, CTV. Oh, hi. Thanks for taking the question. I just wanted to ask about uh, the current resources in the province. Um, you know, you said in the past that you've had to shift things around due to improving conditions in places and uh, still dangerous conditions in other places. What's going on with uh, the resources in the province? Are they being shifted to the north? Uh, we are moving uh, resources all, all the time throughout fire season when we when we bring um, some wildfires into a different status such as being held and if new fires are starting or we're showing more activity elsewhere. So we currently have uh, nearly 1,700 Alberta wildfire staff working on the fire situation right now with the help of, of nearly uh, 1,100 uh, firefighters and support staff from outside the province. So our numbers... Uh, of, of firefighters have remained uh, the same throughout the weekend. Uh, we are, despite the fact that we have had some rain on many areas uh, of the province, uh, we are continuing to work hard. We are continuing to move firefighters where they're needed. Uh, certainly having a, a change in status on several of the larger uh, wildfires has given us some flexibility to move uh, firefighters to other areas of the province. So I can't speak to specifically uh, where uh, specific resources have gone, but yes, certainly in general, uh, it gives us flexibility to, to move people where they're more needed. Nicole, did you have a follow I know in the past you've also talked about, you know, continuing to bring in resources from out of province and just keeping that ask out there at this point. Um, 
are you bringing more people in? Are you starting to sort of wind things down a bit? Do you need as much help as, uh, you know, when there was more fires in the province? Uh, this, this fire season is not going to end tonight. It's not going to end this week. This is this is a long haul fight for us and we need to remain uh, flexible as far as bringing in help because the, the work that is happening on the ground is going to be going on for months to come. We have a lot of work to do on the interior of some of these uh, wildfires to turn over and ensure there are no embers there that are going to flare up and, and ignite uh, a wildfire that has, that has gone into uh, being held staff or, or under control. So we have 25 firefighters arriving today from New Zealand. We have 200 coming in over the weekend from Australia. Yes, we are continuing to bring in resources because we have a long fight ahead of us and we just need to make sure that we are able to sustain the action that we have been uh, working at and the pace we've been working at for the last few weeks in order to be able to really put these fires out. Thanks, Christy. Operator, could you introduce the next caller, please? The Green Western Standard. Hi, thanks for taking my question. I just want to talk a little bit more about the fire restriction being brought in tomorrow. Do you think this is a good idea, seeing as we saw so many fires in, in the last two weeks to just open it up to be able to run again? We're taking a measured approach. We are... Uh, constantly monitoring the conditions across the province throughout fire season, particularly at, that, uh, at this time. We are measuring the dryness of the fuels, the weather forecast, how the, how the forecast is moving through the province, and, and exactly uh, the kind of uh, humidity that we have in the, the trees and, and grass and the, and the kind of uh, vegetation that's used as fuel by a wildfire. So certainly... <clears throat> These factors are all being taken into account. Uh, we do this on a regular basis throughout fire season, no matter what kind of fire season we're having. We are looking at the conditions on the ground and what the weather is bringing us, and we're making decisions uh, accordingly. It's a fine balance at all times to ensure that uh, people can enjoy the forest. We don't want to shut the forest down completely if we don't have to but to also ensure that we're not causing any more human-caused wildfires. And I think, uh, you know, people have been extremely uh, cautious. People who, who love the outdoors have been respecting uh, the, the fire bans and restrictions that are in place. They don't want to be responsible for causing any more wildfires. So I know with a cautious approach uh, and moving into a restriction is a middle ground where people can still uh, have uh, a bit of freedom to enjoy a campfire in a campground or within their own property uh, without uh, causing a greater risk to, uh, to the forest by having a, a, a campfire while they're backcountry camping. So it, it is a balanced approach we're taking and we will continue to evaluate conditions all the time and we need to be flexible on those if conditions worsen. Arthur, do you have a follow? Uh, of course I do. Uh, I'm just wondering if you said human power do we have a, uh, a final count of how many of these fires were actually like, intentionally have? Uh, that information is available on our website, the wildfire uh, status map. If you click on individual fires, it will say what the suspected cause is. Uh, we do know at this time of year the majority are 
caused by human activity, and that is a range of activities. That, that can be anything from abandoned campfire to uh, agricultural burning. And there are a number of different uh, human causes that contribute to human-caused wildfires, and uh, that information is available on the fire status uh, page if you can click on the individual wildfires. Uh, many uh, fires at this time are still under investigation because we do investigate the cause of every wildfire. So the results may not be on there for every single fire. We take those tallies at the end of the season and we will be able to release uh, statistics after fire season when we've had a chance to look at the details for the whole season. Operator asking if you could please confirm there are no other reporters in the queue. Uh, confirm there are no additional callers in the queue at this time. Thank you, everyone. That ends today's availability.